0: Let's go while we're young. I bet you slice through the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir. And I never slice. P Y A Bushwood. <laughs> we're all here.
1: Corey Collins.
0: What's up? Flynn. Yo. I am McGee. Those two are freezing their asses off in the snow. They got nothing to do, so they might as well hop on the hop on, hop on the zooms and and do a podcast. And uh, man, I hope you guys are staying warm.
2: Doing the best we can, baby. I know. Uh, you know, you're out there in Florida enjoying the sunshine for us. So that's all that matters. We we know somebody's enjoying it.
0: I'll be honest. It's been cold down here the last few days. I've no joke had to turn the heat on. I've had to fire up the furnace at night for a little bit, three nights yes. in a
2: row. I saw that on uh, the LPGA. Man, they they've been wearing some some long clothes. I
0: have it's a hood on. A lot of lot of,
2: lot of layers. Yeah.
0: But it'll be it'll be perfect again soon. I'm sure. Um, let's t- just quick recap before we start talking about Pebble Beach because it's Pebble Beach week, which is awesome right it's you know iconic uh it's it's beautiful it's fun to watch all that before we start talking about that let's uh let's talk a little bit about last week and how it all went for all of us so um this is kind of cool doing the little combo pod and doing both the recap of last week and the preview of next week at the same time as opposed to separate pods so Casey Earl Flynn, why don't you you go first? What do you you know what were your reactions to last week? how did you do, et cetera?
2: Well,
1: I thought I thought it went really well. Um, especially with you know how we always talk with the top five, top ten. I mean, we talked about Zalatoris, we talked about Day. You know, no one picked the winner. I mean, that's like he was one in a million. I think he was actually about 125 to one, but Um, Pretty cool. I love watching new guys win, especially a guy who's, what was it, 207 starts? I mean, he's 38 years old. He's been doing this for a long time. Really cool to see him win. You know, it was all the to lose, which, I mean, we both, Corey and I both knew he was going to do well, um, and he did. So, I take that as a victory. I take Jason Day as a victory. I don't know if you know how difficult that was for me to say that dude's name because of how (laughs) awful he's been lately or, you know, and it's because of injury and certain things. I'm not saying anything against him, but he's been a tough guy to even speak about. And he did really well. I even brought up Justin Rose. I was felt really old talking about these guys, but they both were right there. Absolutely. A couple other things that didn't um, pan out. I did think it was interesting watching Dustin Johnson, not, I kind of thought he would miss the cut almost, but yeah. I mean, he was, he played all right. I mean, nothing phenomenal, but it's nice to see him come out again. Not really hot, but he he came out, you know, and he played. He he was kind of right there after. I think he had a sort of bad back down on Saturday, but um, <laughs> that. Uh, other than that, I mean, I thought uh, three or four of the. I mean, my fades were perfect. And other than not picking the winner, I was I was I was really happy with it. The whole, I mean, from the very beginning to the end, it was a bunch of names that we brought up that would do well, and the ones that I brought up that were going to do not well did not do well. And I think it's perfect for me that Rom didn't win because, yeah, I mean, I I still think he's. I mean, he did that with his eyes closed, and that's like scary. That he's going to get third place, like playing like for him poorly i mean i wouldn't say horrible but for him that was like and he's i mean he's just so much better than everybody it's insane uh, yeah. not everyone but in that tournament it was like i mean he was missing fairways missing putts missing all sorts of shots and he's still in third i think that's something that everyone needs to take away from i don't think it's that uh, surprising but but, yeah, that was impressive. Uh, yeah. And I thought Zalatoris was impressive too, man. What This kid is so good, and he misses a putt or two here and there. And yeah. and that's just – that's golf. And they did – they set that back nine up really difficult. The announcers, I believe it was Faldo, said it. He's like, I think the guy who gets in the, the clubhouse first, you know, hopefully about tied for the lead, maybe one up, is probably going to win this thing because the back nine is so tough. And that's right. – Precisely what happened. So that's a shout out to Fado. That was actually a really good call because I thought for sure, I mean, one of those guys would have at least birdied a couple holes on the back and they, they didn't. So um what a fun tournament to watch. I mean, that shot from list after being held up for two hours and then to come and just stick an iron like an inch from the hole. I mean, how difficult is that,
2: Corey? Like, seriously. You know, what's interesting, number one, I mean, I totally agree with you. Everything you said is 100% spot on. Um, You know, you had Jason Day. I mean, the guy loves the place. He's won there a few times. Uh, It's a very special place. All the guys in the top, you know, five or six, uh, top six, tied for six, basically. There's a lot of guys in there that have won multiple times. Obviously, the shot that Luke List hit. I mean, regardless, just coming down the stretch. I don't know if you saw him finish his round. Oh yeah, he had a couple of situations where you know it was it was iffy, man. He had to get up and down a few times. He had to do some pretty mm-hmm. special stuff to, to keep it where it was. So, it, you know, any time that you're coming down, and I 100% agree with you on Valdo and his call, he knows. I mean, that golf course, mm-hmm. man, the way that back nine was set up, it's just, it just breeds, you know, bogeys and hitting out of fairway bunkers, probably trying to get it close, putting it in bunkers, mm-hmm. trying to get it up and down, especially with where some of those pins were tucked. But uh, that shot Jason Day hit on 14 where he hold it out, I'm like, you oh know, is, is it meant to be for this guy? I mean, you know, if something like that happens. You just almost feel like, you know the tide's going his way. Um, unfortunately, it didn't pan out for him. But you know, Zalatoris, I, I, he's he's amazing. The, the kid is amazing. The one thing that if you notice with him and his putting, when they do a close up and they're actually looking at the ball, and when he takes it back, I don't know, man. He he's got to work on that. His 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 putting. His strokes gained putting is is pretty good. Uh, I think he's like somewhere in the twenties or thirties, somewhere in there um but when he takes it back kinda, it kind of it it looks a little funky he kind of takes it either outside or inside then closes it again when he comes through he missed a lot of really short putts on uh, not only on sunday he had a few but saturday he had a bunch and uh, I, I or i should say not saturday it would have been friday because mm. saturday mm-hmm. was the last day um which was exciting too, right? We first time we've had a Wednesday through Saturday oh, cool. situation. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Yeah. I love it. Old,
0: how old is Will Zalatoris?
2: I think he's twenty five. Yeah, yeah, he's young.
0: He's young man, dude. Young man. Yeah. Um, I did like that uh, all weekend long. I guess it's not even all weekend long. but through th- throughout the tournament, um, you were seeing, you were seeing all kinds of guys that came up in our conversations from last week in uh, in contention. It was great. You're, yeah. you're, just like Casey said, we're kind of uh, kind of starting, I mean, not, not red hot, but hot, you know what I mean? Kind of starting, like, warm, you know what I mean? We're, we're starting warm, mm-hmm. hot enough that my smoke alarm went off while you were, while you were talking. Like, <laughs> you know, it was good. Um, I also, like, I've re- the, the thing that made me really happy about this tournament was that a, is that, you know, a 125 to 1-1, you know, 125 to 1 odds golfer won the tournament and it makes it um it's just it's it's what i like about golf there's so many golfers that have a chance you know that you go out there and you put a couple good days together you're gonna win and that's why every week we talk about who are some long shots that you know that might be you know that we might want to have an eye on because this happens uh, you know not half the not half the tournaments out of the year but like a good handful of tournaments are won by a you know a three-digit golfer who's kind of off the board or a high high two-digit golfer who's off the kind of off the the public eye, out of the public eye and um that's what makes golf awesome you can get a big hit every once in a while and uh, uh you can have a lot of fun doing it you know
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I think that, Casey, what you said earlier, too, about Luke List, I mean, you know, the shot he hit was amazing. The pressure that he handled was amazing. Everything he did was what he had to do, right? That's the way that these winners win. Um, But, you know, 270th tries, uh, 270 tries before he wins. Uh, Guy, yeah, 38 years old, got a a wife, new kid. I mean, you know, it was kind of a Cinderella story, really. And uh, it was a beautiful way for it to close out. Um, You know, I, I agree with you. Uh, McGee, you know we had a lot of guys. You know, I had uh, I think I picked Mark Leishman uh, on my side, and he did all right. He he could have made a push, but he didn't really finish up too well. I think he had a bogey coming in that kind yeah. of shot him out.
0: I had you know, Xander, like you said, Rose. Ended, yeah, he had one good one, really good day, and then other than that, he had a couple chances where he could have made a run, and then he shot himself from the foot. So, um, but he, you know, he's a good golfer. He, he ended up t thirty at the end, so I didn't yeah. do it real well, but well, that's okay.
2: Yeah, so it was uh, all in all, man, um, you know, it, it's it's Torrey Pines. A great, great place. It was cool to see the Advocates Professional Golf Association be able to, you know, crown a winner with uh, Newcomb, um, the guy that won on Sunday. I caught a little bit on a golf channel. It was pretty cool to see that they got to play. You know, that's the one thing about this, though, is I wonder how the PGA Tour will handle this is like, you know, I understand the whole APGA and I appreciate all the uh, things they're putting forth on it, But these guys get to play these courses. That the pros are playing, you know, if you're on the corn fair and you're out there on your local section qualifiers and you're doing all these things that you're doing to become a golfer, um, you're not playing the same courses that the PGA Tour is playing a majority of the time, if 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 at all ever. And these guys are getting a really great opportunity to be able to play the golf course almost exactly the same way it was set up on finish day.
1: Yeah, it's not just the course; it's the way that it was set up, which is yeah. I mean, that's everything. Yeah, the guy who won shot one under. That's pretty good. But the rest yeah. of the leaderboard was like plus five. Yeah. That was yeah. Inc- but that's still – shooting in the 70s, the
2: way it's set up for the pros, is, I mean, that's insanely good. Yeah, and the pros got the best weather because Sunday, man, a little bit of wind and a little bit of uh, cold weather moved in, and it was a totally different situation uh, for a lot of the balls and shots these guys were hitting. So I think they lucked out there because Sunday would have been a tougher challenge for everybody to come in and close it out. Um, but so, I, hey, man, I, I love Torrey Pines. Just, just a phenomenal golf course.
0: Next year, do you think do you end it on Saturday and respect uh and respect the championship Sunday football games like that? Um, and, and and try yes. to have a bigger share. You keep it. I mean, it's just one week a year. But do you keep doing it,
2: there. I think their plan is to do it. Uh, I think their plan is to do it because the APGA and and that relationship the farmer oh. has specifically. So um it,
0: it's going to change though. I mean we're a year away from an 18 you know an 18 game season with likely two weeks off it's going to be in a year or two years there's going to be games it's this this NFL weekend is going to have more games and next weekend will be championship weekend and likely the Super Bowl gets pushed back a week so it's probably only going to have to happen one more time and then it'll be back to a normal Crazy two two day Saturday and Sunday kind of football slate. I suspect.
2: Yeah, probably. I mean, it, you're right. I mean, the reality is is there, there's a there's an ambassador for the APGA. I think his name's Kamaya um, uh, Johnson. I think his last name is. I can't remember his last name, but you know, he's he. They actually gave him a, a sponsor's exemption into I believe this week as well. Pebble Beach um, through the APJ APGA. APGA. And uh, you know, it will be interesting to see how it plays out. See what yeah. they decide to do.
0: Um, I I shouldn't have brought up football. It might be a little too soon for Casey. So let's uh let's switch. <laughs> let's switch gears. I it was tough for me last week when the Bucks got knocked out, so I get it, buddy. Um let's yeah. switch gears and um and let's let's look forward. Let's look at, at Pebble Beach. Um
2: Pebble Beach.
0: Yeah. Uh what do you guys I mean this is This really is a special place. It's iconic. It's an iconic. uh, It's an iconic course. And it's a big deal every year. And everybody's, there's a lot of eyes on it. And it's a fun tournament to watch. Um, Going into this one. And, 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 you know, what kind of, what kind of golfer, like, is, is the best kind of golfer to succeed on this, on this course? Like, what we got going on here? Casey? Um.
1: You know, I don't know. Anytime there's, you're dealing with the ocean, I'm not comparing it that much to Tory, but, I mean, you're in California. I'm sure the grass is very similar and the wind is similar and the ocean is daunting just right there all the time. <laughs> it's just – you just have to be like Zalatour. Keep it in the fairway, you know. Don't yeah. – there is no, like, cutting corners. There's no – you just got to kind of play Right Ho-hum golf almost I and don't unfortunately, know
0: unfortunately Will's outdoors won't be there this weekend Because he Yeah uh, tested so hot. And he will not Yeah all Right um, Corey, But trying to look your...
1: at some guys That have a similar game Is what I'm is Yeah all
0: I, I feel got you I feel you Corey what are your thoughts Going into this Like what kind of uh, Like you know what What is this gol- What is this course You know Demand well, on golfers uh,
2: Number one I mean In, in my mind You know the, just like Torrey, right, they're, they're the same property, two courses. But these properties, there's six courses in the 17-mile the drive, pretty much. And you've got the ability, uh, what they're doing is they, they alternate. So they play Pebble Beach one day, Spyglass Hill, Monterey Peninsula Country Club. Pebble Beach is iconic because of its statue and what it means and how everybody – it's just a gorgeous golf course to play. In my mind, though, the golf course that is the most challenging – and I think just the, a lot more difficult. And I, I'm not sure what the strokes are in relation to par. Um, I was looking for some of that detail here. I couldn't find it. But Pebble Beach is a par 72, 69, almost 60, almost 7,000 yards. Uh, then you step over to Spyglass. And Spyglass, to me, because it's a little further up the hill, it's not right on the ocean. Um, there's one, well, par three and then a, a par four, uh, number three and number four that are kind of along the ocean there. But, you know, you're not really near the ocean. And the back nine to me is is difficult, very hard. And that it's a par 72, just again, almost the same yardage, a little over 7,000. But because of the hills and because of the things you're dealing with at Spyglass and the way the green complexes are set up and some of the shots you have to hit, it's a difficult golf course. So everybody's got to play it. And it, it's a matter of, You know, if guys have played it before, if they, uh, if their caddies are doing a good job, obviously there's no longer those, the green book, the green reading uh, books that they have. So if guys haven't played this golf course a lot, Monterey Peninsula is a little different, a little more in front of you. It's along the ocean is pretty, pretty straightforward, but you know, you have to be able to manage your, your emotions. uh, Like, like Casey said, you know, wind, ocean, mist, air, the ball doesn't go as far. Poana greens, which in the afternoons get a little more uh, chopped up and, and, the, and the buds of the grass start to pop so your, your ball isn't rolling smooth. Um, you have to be used to that. And, you know, there's – there's the guys I look at would be – there's a, st- a statistic in the PGA Tour that they have now. It's strokes gained uh, approach to the green. Um, and if you look at those those guys that have strong uh, numbers in that category, I think are going to be some of the guys that prevail. Um, you know, Daniel Berger's up there. Uh, Jason Day is not, but, you know, they're, they're favoring him a little bit this week because of how he's playing from last week and he's maybe riding high. Um, but, yeah. you know, I, I think that the good thing is the challenge for Pebble Beach right now is, is they've got 10 of the top 50 uh, golfers in the, in the, in the world that are playing. So that's, um, it's twice as many as there was last year. But last year was different because COVID, there was, you know, obviously the yeah, fans was, are back, things are different. Weird. Um, so it's it's gonna be hard to say. I mean, and then you also have the element that it is a pro am, right? This is Bing Crosby's kind of mm. what they had from what they what they did um uh when they were doing the uh the crab uh I can't remember exactly what was, the crab bake or something like that. Yeah. Is what they called it. And there's a lot of history and involving the the uh the celebrities. Um it makes it fun.
0: It makes it, it adds it does. A something
2: to the yeah, and the it's TV it's on. it's just different, right? It's a, it's just a different feeling. So yeah. if you're if you're playing with a celebrity, if you're not, um, you know, the celebrity might be in your in your I threesome. I don't it, ever. It
0: could, it, Casey, do you ever look at like low celebrity? But of those bets? I don't ever look at that shit.
1: I never look at it, but I think what Corey's saying, and I say it on this tournament every year. Is like, man. I, I can't imagine the focus these guys have and then to be with, like, Bill Murray. Like, seriously? <laughs> I like, know, dude. It's got
0: to be so hard. How do you so keep – I think he <laughs> plays with the same person every year or something like that. He has one dude. Or, I don't know. Well,
1: they saying. won it a couple times, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. Is, these guys are that good, though, that they don't get – but I could – I mean, I'd like to talk to a real – golf or a, a professional golfer and be like, did that bother you? Or maybe yeah, not even bother, but – it had to have gotten in your way a little bit, you know, like even just them over there marking their ball on the, when they four putt, you know, it's like, all right, guy, just get it going.
0: Like, yeah.
1: I, need to, I actually have an important putt here to make. <laughs> and I don't know, but I don't, I can't speak nah. to that because I don't even know who they're matched up with. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I didn't know that some people have celebrities and some people don't. I don't, I guess I don't get that whole. We part, need to but... start
0: looking into that, and when we're thinking about, and obviously where we should go next in the conversation is is yeah. who we fade. We should we start we should start looking at who has a who well, has a celebrity partner, who doesn't, and and try to yeah. think if it's gonna affect it in any way. And it probably you know probably makes no bearing. These guys are pros, like you said. They, they, yeah, they play right. with celebs so good. every every day. You know.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and a majority right. majority of the celebrities that play have played it before. There's, yeah, There's some, new, there's some right. new blood this year. You got uh Bills Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen's playing. Oh, that's cool. Oh, nice. yeah. World Series winner uh, Mookie Betts. Uh Nice. nice country Mets. musician that oh. I think he's been in for a little bit as Jake Owen, Darius Rucker. And then you got uh okay. Charles Kelly soccer cool. and a uh the soccer superstar Mia Hamm who I've I didn't even know she played golf, but Yeah, uh, but you know. that'll be that'd probably be pretty good. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Um, so Casey, and then Bruce. and then a uh, uh,
2: Miss oh, uh, Miss USA, Kira K Dixon. She she'll be playing in it too, which is kind of interesting. She she does some of the commentating on Golf Channel. So oh, that's cool. But, yeah, but um, I agree, it's a different dynamic.
0: It is. It adds it adds a little something. So maybe next year we should remember to uh, put a little put a little research into that one. Um, as far as this year though, Casey, you're kind of like the, you know the 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 big the hater. So, like, who <laughs> who should we be fading this weekend?
1: All right. I got a big fade here, and it's uh, uh, Spieth. And the reason being, I mean, he's played well at this course. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I just – when he's not playing well, he seems to go on these, like – I mean, it could be a whole year long of this. And last week, I mean, that was – it did not look good. Like, something's wrong with his swing – it's not just like a mistake here and there. It was like constant. Like I think he was actually lucky to shoot a seventy six. I think he or seventy seven one of the days. Like he was scrambling to shoot that. I just don't. I, when he's not playing well, he's not playing well. Period. Uh, he's not one of the ones that bounces back real quick. At least in my eyes. So.
2: That's well, one of I, my bigger ones. I agree with that because he, he is kind of going through a little bit of a swing adjustment. You can tell. Yeah. Something like his his transition, when he takes it to the backswing and then when he makes the downswing, it's it's not as fluid and it's, it's not as strong and, and uh, precise as it used to be. So he's fighting yeah. something. He's fighting something. You can see it a mile away. I totally agree. Um, the only
1: other, well, not only, maybe I have a couple, but uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, I love this year and a ton of different tournaments, but he's had a couple months off. And I think kind of, like I said last week, like a lot of these guys come out to California just to why not go play the most beautiful courses in the world and, and just get, get on your game. Um, so I fade him for multiple reasons. I just, I don't think he's quite like ready, ready. I think he's just there to get ready. So in that sense, You know, I like, it's like he's literally not there to win. But, of course, he would like to. But I don't think that's his mindset. I think his mindset's a little different. And I usually fade fade people that aren't quite ready. Um, Yeah, I don't think I can – I don't have much more than that. Just those two guys, at least as far as the top. um, You know, that's – I'm looking right now at the odds. And both those guys are in the top ten. So, I think I would fade them, especially in the fantasy world. Um, definitely in Vegas, but the fantasy world too. Both those guys will probably be in great shape by the mid-season.
0: Gotcha, um, Corey. Anybody on your radar that in a negative way?
2: You know, I I I, I like a uh, guy. well, yeah, but you know, the, Charlie Hoffman, um, you know, usually plays well uh, in some senses around. Am I golf seeing course. this right? Is he three hundred to one? Yeah, it's like yeah, he's. He's up there. Why um, is he
0: the, That's wild. Is he okay? Well, he's
2: just, you know, he's streaky. He's a streaky guy. Uh, if he comes, I mean, the guy can make birdies like no other. So if he he gets on a run, it, he can get it going. But it, it's hard. It's it, this is a tough area for him. You know, one guy that I just look at right now and, and looking at his name, I, I just I don't see you know him coming through right now. I, I feel like he's not in a good position, not, not feeling great. And, you know, only played a few times. So, you know, I think he needs to, uh, to, to work it out and kind of like what, uh, what Casey said is, you know, if he's, he's think he's getting ready, if this is kind of where he's going to get ready. He got down.
0: That's now, next, I next week, I haven't I haven't next week
2: he'll do well. Next week I have him at
1: 80 to one, but he withdrew last week. Yeah. And I have no idea why. So I would, he opened at three hundred to one for some
0: reason, but probably because they weren't sure if he was even going to play.
1: That's yeah. probably it.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's let's start with some long shots. Obviously. 300 to one I that that piques my interest no matter what golfer we're talking about <laughs> um but w- do either you guys have any uh have any have any I mean we saw 125 to one win last week um anybody uh that's kind of out there that that unexpected by a lot of people that might be on uh, your radar I,
2: I have one I, I got oh, sorry I yeah oh. I got uh Matt Kuchar I think Matt Kuchar um you know, from a long shot standpoint, I mean, when the guy gets playing well and he just needs a little spark to get it going, uh, I have a feeling that, you know, he's got it in him, even though he's getting older and, you know, time's creeping up on him. He, he definitely still has a lot of great golf in him and he can get it running again. Uh, so Matt Kuchar one. And then the other one that I was looking at, not a lot of whole, not a whole lot of people have really heard about this guy or probably paid attention to him. And I might mess his name up a little bit, but Christian Besaid, though, Uh mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's done some good stuff uh, leading up to this. I think last week he did pretty well. Um, He had some good showings last week and I think he just, you know, this type of opportunity, I think he played last year, the year before. Uh, He's familiar with the area. He's played a few of the golf courses, I'm sure more than a few times. And uh, I'm not sure what his odds are, but um, you know, as a, as a dark horse or somebody coming out of nowhere, uh, maybe keep an eye on that guy. Casey, do you have anybody? Yeah. And I like,
1: I like – we just call him Bez. It's easier, yeah. but I love Bez. Yeah. Um, but so, long shot-wise, I know I do this a lot, but the, this one is like – it's almost every dude in the 80-to-1 is has such a good chance, you know, um, specifically – I mean, Shneds is right there. We talk about well, him, him every time was, in this tournament.
0: That's the, but the person Pat, I had my eye out on. Yeah, I'm Pat Perez. At, I'm seeing him at 68-to-1 right now. On one of my yeah,
1: sets. I have – mine's a little different. But, you know – and then there's, you know, Chris Kirk and Pat Perez are right there next to him, and Kuchar's right there too, which I don't hate at all. But right above that is Michael Thompson and Matt Jones. You know, they're probably closer to 50, but, I mean, both those guys can win this thing. i not – I mean, easily. My main one, though, to specifically name that's lower – is Tom Hoagie, I believe it's pronounced. Um, Yeah, he was like fourth year or seventh year, I think, two years ago, and he got tied second two weeks ago. Um, I like him. He's only – I think he's 55 to 1. That's pretty good. I don't have any like 100 to 1, though, I will say. I don't – I kind of think the winner comes from about 60, 70 to 1 on up.
0: That's exciting, though. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I had my eye on Brent Cheddar, so that was interesting that you brought him up. But we both kind of like him, and we always like him early in the year in California, et cetera.
1: Well, especially this this course specifically. I mean, if you want to take a guy, at, you know, minus
2: 105 to make the cut, I, would, I could almost guarantee that's what it's at, maybe even better than that. Yeah, and even with his pop stroke and not, you know, the way he putts uh, with these type of pointy yeah. greens and what it is that, that lends itself to uh, making more putts, I would believe.
1: Yep, so that's
2: um, a good one. Well, what are who are some
0: of the golfers you have your eye on that are a little bit, I mean, closer to the, uh, you know, in that expected category from the top from the top tier? What are you thinking there, uh, Corey?
2: So I got a couple, uh, three that pop out right away. Uh, Cameron Tringali, uh, I've liked this guy forever. Um, I know I've never talked about him, but I love. He, he's like a robot, man. He he looks like. Uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger with his glasses on, his hat. And when, if you watch his demeanor, the guy is, he's just the cool, calm, collected guy, no matter what happens to him. You couldn't tell if he's shooting 80 or 60. I mean, the guy is just, he's just got it packed together. He's been playing for a long time. Hasn't really won, if at all, I don't believe, uh, maybe once in the last, I don't know, four or five years. Um, but he does pretty well here and he's been playing really well. And I don't know what his odds are. Um, they're probably not, you know i got him
1: as 30
2: yeah so it's probably a, a good pick the other guy i've been looking at is maverick McNeely. uh maverick maverick McNeely, i think in this position um with his strokes gained uh approached the green uh putting and things that he has as far as what i've looked at they look pretty strong and i have a feeling that he's going to do well and then wh- who the guy maverick, i'm probably maverick probably going to McNe- go with
0: maverick McNeely. uh Seems to be kind of a popular pick this week because he opened up – I'm seeing that he opened up 40-1, to 1, and now he's down almost all the way to 20-1 to 1 in some places. Yeah. So, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's a lot of movement there. So, it yeah, seems to be a popular pick.
2: The guy that I'm leaning on for everything probably where I'm at is, is Patrick Cantley. Um, I just – you know, with the way he is and, and his whole game package and what he brings to a golf, the golf courses like this and how he plays, uh, I think he's got a strong – strong ability in this in this type of environment, and uh, this is I have a feeling he's going to pull it off.
0: He's the favorite
2: for a reason.
1: Yeah, this is just like last week. Everything we're going to say is if the favored who's highly, highly favored and should be doesn't win, then who might win? Right. Um, and of course, Cantley is, but um, I had a couple of, uh, I really like Ryan Palmer. He's been playing so good lately. He yeah. just keeps like, it's like, it, he goes on this run we are like, oh, my God, this guy's going to win it. And then just something happens, and he I'm doesn't close seeing, it out. But
0: I'm he's playing, like, really good. Him. He's good.
1: Yeah, and that's he's a good. great number for him. I mean, if you watched the last three weeks, even since Hawaii, he is, like, really playing good. And I don't know. You be careful. That's a big dude who can overpower, of course, and putt real well. It's I really like him a lot, especially at that – yeah, I – Mine says forty to one, but we're pretty close. Um, I love Mavs. I love the triangle, and um, but I, I'm telling you, if you want to take Jason Day, this is the time, because I don't know how long his back's gonna last. If you listen to his his uh, interview, they're like, "What are your goals this year?" and he's like, uh to swing so I don't hurt my back again." I don't. Beautiful. What do you mean, I? I'm just happy to be alive – or not alive, but playing golf at all. And that's his goal. So, in that sense, I'm like, I'm ready to pop on him now. Um, I don't know. I don't – I don't know. But he – what does he have over the last three years? He's got a second, a third, and a fourth. I mean, he plays this course so well. If he's feeling okay, like, he didn't – he seemed fine. He didn't express any hurt at all. He, you know – he yeah, after that, eagle, on, he, I think he, didn't he didn't have, have to had get a on plane I mean, a plane in between.
0: He didn't have to travel exactly. In between tournaments. Yeah. He was able to get. And
1: and in, yeah, I think he's gonna. I'm telling you, I would watch out for this guy this week. That's I really, a, a really, am gonna say his name again.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then, other than that, I agree with. Um, I agree with. I, you know, and Berger played pretty good last week. I think to. I think if he's not at his peak. And to go back-to-back back is really, really difficult. I don't know. I wouldn't call it a fade, but it's – I don't know. We'll see. Well, but, um, I'll, yeah, I'll I really, be, really like Palmer and day yeah. basically.
0: I'll give each of you a, a chance to, like, tell me if I'm if I'm crazy or not um, or, or, or or what. But uh, after what I saw from him last week, playing really well and, and, and seemed to – that whole – got your swagger back kind of uh thing going i really like Justin rose this weekend um yeah. i think he uh you're getting i, I saw him at twenty seven to one at one place um I, I just i think that he has uh you know he this is a place that he has no problems going out and attacking and the fact that he's playing three different courses is is a mm-hmm. benefit not a not like a problem yeah. for him you know um
2: uh, I and think I'm, you're good on that. So that's a good call.
0: Yeah, I, I like that one a lot. I, 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 like, too. Ryan
2: I like Ryan Palmer yeah. a lot too. Yeah, yeah, I agree I with to. you, man. That's the really only problem with him, though, that I was gonna say, uh, McGee, when you're or uh Casey, when you were talking, is, is, you know, he he gets it shut. I think when he gets uh, uh like an eight iron and below, so like eight, nine, pitching wedge mm-hmm. and wedges, if you watch his backswing, he kind of he he shuts it down on the way back and. I think that's where, where he gets – when he gets under pressure, it's just quick and he just hits mm-hmm. a lot of shots not solid and he doesn't put it close yep. or he puts it in a bad spot and then he kind of spins out. Um, but, you know, if he can keep it together, I, I agree with that too. But Justin Rose is, is, is a good one too. I like those.
1: Yeah, on Rose, Greg, I think the only people in the world that think his career is over is everybody but him. Like he knows that he's <laughs> still so good. And he is. He can still win the Masters, and he might. He plays there so well. And after what he did last week, you're totally right. I mean, don't forget about these old guys. And I feel old talking about that because there's so many amazing new golfers. But these guys aren't done, man. I mean, we're talking Justin Rose was the number one golfer at one point. So was Jason Day. Both these guys were number one in the world at one point in their lives. And it wasn't that long ago, you know, no, in yeah. the, in and the they grand were- scream of golf. Right. when you're talking, Jack Nicholas played for how many years Tiger mm-hmm. played for how many like they don't
0: right these thing's... guys were number one while both Tiger and Larory mm-hmm. were alive yep. and playing and, that's right you yep. know other golfers that are just incredible like there's so many good golfers nowadays it's yep. it's really it's really amazing so but it it makes me comfortable picking a guy you know a guy with some uh, uh you know a little uh, experience under his belt some yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, any, uh, any, any, anything we didn't get to any closing, closing thoughts? I that's really,
2: our picks. Yeah. The, the, the closing thought for me though, is one guy I didn't, uh, bring up and, and, and I, have been talking about him a little bit, but Seamus power, uh, you yeah, yeah. watch this guy, man, this year is going to be like him. And like, I talked about Taylor Gooch as well. Um, these guys, uh, where they're coming from, they're, they're going to make some splashes. They're going to do some big things this year. I, I see a lot happening for them. Maybe not this week. Um, but uh, you watch that name and stay with Taylor Gooch. These guys are going to do some good things. Nice. Casey?
1: Well, I made my pick on Fantasy and I made it for Mavs Maverick McNeely, so I completely agree with you on that, Corey. As I speak, and that's kind of part of the reason we do this, I think I am going to just stick it out and go with either Palmer or Day, so I'm going to have to sit here and do some thinking, but um, yeah, I think, I think all three of those, including Rose are going to be up there. Um, so that's that.
0: That's that. All right. Well, um, that was great. And, uh, this is going to be a fun weekend, Pebble beach. It's beautiful. It's uh it looks great on the television. So there's no reason to not have it on, um, no football or anything like that. So you can just get Yeah. So the weather, glad. we
2: didn't really touch base on that, but the weather uh, looks really good too. Yeah.
0: Huh, nice. Surprise. It's Southern yeah. California. in January. <laughs> Yeah. Dude.
2: They're going to be in for uh, some sunny days.
0: Yeah, that's great. I'm actually going to be in California in like two weeks. Can't wait. Nice. Um, All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you both very much. And this was fun. B.Y. Bushwood, another one in the books. And uh, hopefully uh, everybody makes a ton of money this weekend.
2: Yeah, let's do it, man. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Hi guys,
1: this is Timmy Nebraska with the the Nebraska Hour, and if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER, or if you're in
2: Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money.